I'm rolling so that we can. Uh, nice. Uh, we just trim off the beginning. Yeah. So you get a. And then we can just kind of like uh, chat. Maybe it would organically, uh, we would ta- forget that we're doing this. It's, it's funny that we have to say that to do it. Eh? Yeah. You could have just talked about whatever. Yeah, but there's just two of us. So yeah. because there's just two of us in the room, then we, um, you know, like it's different if there's a, you'd be talking to the third person. Yeah, that's third true. Person, there's a lot more s- banter usually. And yeah, I'd it's- sneakily get in when you guys were talking. Uh, and then I'd hit record, and then I'd jump in the conversation. How'd you do it with Chargers the first time like this, with just one-on-one? Oh, we sat there nervously and, uh, like, worked up the courage, right? So we were just uh, sitting there going, okay, we're going to start, okay? And then I but did you a, didn't? I did, a f- uh, like, a countdown, and then we would, uh, like, five, four, three, two, one, and right. then you hit record, and then I, I had, like, like I, um, I just started talking, you know? Really? And then he sat there nervous, very nervously, you know. Once he knew it was real, was he okay before that, or once it was real, it it screwed with both no, of you? No, no, we were both very nervous, just in general. Yeah, going into it, yeah. and then once it started, it became even more nervous. And <laughs> then, uh, and then, like after about five minutes of being into the show, we, I think their nerves subsided, and we right. just went on with it. That's how it is. Yeah, because you forget. You kind of do. You're just talking. Yeah, and then I think it took like, I don't know, like a year or two, really. Before I stopped getting nervous before a show. Really? Yeah, for a podcast. And, wow. And then I would actually, uh, not only did I get nervous beforehand, but then afterwards I would like just horribly beat myself oh, up. Oh, yeah, it's the worst thing. Oh, man. Nothing worse than uh, like, did you listen back to them or no? No, I couldn't. Just, you just going over it in your head? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I, like, I have a really good memory, right? So I replay it in my the entire episode in my head. Really? Kinda, and then you just like... Every, Jane would be beside me in bed, tossing and, turn- and I would just be turning. sitting there going like, "Fuck, fuck," you know, like just ki- like dissecting what I could have said better, what I could have, you know. She's fast asleep and just hears you fucking going off. Yeah, my wife goes. Luckily for her, like, she's amazing as how she could fall asleep. Right. I've never seen a woman in, 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 like a person in, in, like she'll sit there. Even we had one time we had an argument. We we had uh, like a little like maritable right. marital marital. Sp- spat or whatever you know the butted heads yeah you know talking about some issue uh, uh, that we had or whatever and then all of a sudden uh you know she says something like uh, uh that like rocks me you know now i'm gonna be up all night thinking about this you're you know? rattled by it rattled <laughs> and then uh look over to her she's she's snoring she says this that whatever she said that got to you and then right to sleep yeah like we were having a discussion <laughs> that's a killer mic drop yeah, like she obviously like had enough peace with it or whatever, but you know what? That's what I think is that like this she must be like stone cold killer, you know? Like oh, she, she just like cold blooded made her point and falls right to sleep. What kind of person does that? That's a person that's sure of herself, She's you know? A reptile. Yeah, and then uh, she might be a lizard. I've said that a bunch of times on air. The lizard queen. I might have married a lizard. <laughs> I don't know. But she's really like stone cold like that, and then, uh, but the, you know what it could be is that uh, she's like so like upset about the whole thing that she shuts down, right, and then goes to sleep. Here's you know? the other side of it. Yeah, right, right. And then it's, it, depending on your how you look at it depends on on. Uh, yeah. But I look out. at it like she's like a, she's like just like a superwoman, you know, like she's got like ice running through her veins. She's just like got it all together. That's the way I look at her. You yeah, know? I I think you're right. You think so too, right? That'd be my guess. I'd first go with the lizard thing. I think lizards just cold blooded. Not only that, I've been to Vegas with her many times, 
and uh, Vegas is just the worst. It makes you cramp and makes you like. Uh, it's yeah, it's an adventure. It's too it, hot. It's man. rigorous. It's too hot. Mix it with all that booze. It's hot. There's a shit ton of booze and drugs, and it's just concrete. It's a concrete jungle. Yeah, my wife will just sit on a rock there and like and like uh, soak it all up, and she would never be too hot for her. You know, I've only seen one other thing do that, and that's a goddamn lizard, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> anyway, maybe that's the beginning of our show. <laughs> my wife's a lizard. My wife's a lizard. All right, let's get this show on the road, Michael. to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We are the greatest podcast ever come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, bar none. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week of the one and only (laughs) band leader, Michael Bowe, representing. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And other than that, there is no one. Zero. Zero. Zero support, as noted by the weak guitar playing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like it though. This is the really the roots of the show. It's like I think of this whole experience of like six years, then the hiatus, and then basically the the COVID. It destroyed the show, uh, right in the nuts. And, and then it, like the phoenix, it rose from the ashes. That's what this is. It's eh? coming back. No video, no um, no full band. There's no like. Uh, uh, sound engineer. There's no uh, camera crew. There's just me and Michael Bow. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Yeah. And in today, good old days. Yeah. And this is. I think we're kind of following the rules. We are. We're six apart. Yeah, I know. Which oh, is like weird. Air and, and cheers. There's a, and there's only. And it's not crowded. You know, we've had this place pretty packed full of people. Oh in man, the, it's the full p- band with the drums in here. Yeah, it's crazy. We've had two bands. Yeah. Yeah, two Me- bands at once. Remember the Shoeshine Boys? Yeah. We had the Shoeshine Boys in here. They had probably six people in their band. I thought there was like 11. It was awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We just had one drum kit, though, I think. Yeah, sharing. Oh, oh. When you got a nice Dutch drummer, just let him roll with oh, it. He was a beauty, He eh? was awesome. That guy. So uh, much fun. Those guys were were fun. and then, Good guys. And every once in a while, it was nice when you get a ba- get someone on here, like a band especially, and you don't know any of them, and then one guy just, that guy just got everything. He just hits it. And it's like. It's like uh, it's kind of like how Braden was. Like they kind of take over. Yeah, yeah. Like they're directing everything, and us as the Nocturnal Emissions, we love that. Yeah, yeah. Like when that guy's like gets us, but is like, well, you guys should. You're gonna do this, Mike and Dave. You're gonna do this, and Steve. While well, you're good at this, and yeah. after a little jam, they got it. It was so cool. Paul Eche. Paul Eche. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. like that too. Yeah, amazing. Like just come with good ideas, and they and they they just got what we were doing. It's so much fun. And we yeah. would always say after they left, they like that those guys got us. Like that was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Paul would have songs and oh, yeah. everything lined up. It was awesome. Yeah, he like I, every once in a while when you get someone in that and they're like, oh, these guys totally get it, man. That's mm-hmm. the best. 
That is the best. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that again. Right. Um, Any bands out there? Yeah. We got the, the, the and uh, we had uh, cattle uh, reached out to oh, us. Oh, really? Nice old friends. Yeah, old That's friends. Cool. And uh, so they're they're held up in Toronto, and okay. so we're trying to work out a remote interview or something That's like that. That's right. Keep that COVID in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, man. I want to talk to see how sh- like I feel for all the musicians that are out there trying to slug away now. It's it's just brutal, man. It's brutal. You you can't like. Uh, I don't know. I I mean I never consider myself a musician, but frustrating times to begin with i mean everybody thinks i i know for me personally like I'm busy enough in the summer but like to write anything or to be inspired by anything like you, you're just so frustrated that it's i know for me you almost want to let it settle like i think they'll there's really good stuff that'll come from that artistically musically whatever you want but like it's a it's a real pain in the dick to like wrap your head around it all and realize that you can't whatever you do make with your art what you see bands doing it's you can't share it in the same way you used to be able to and a lot of the gatherings like rubbing shoulders or sweating on each other was a lot a big part of it and now you're not allowed to do that and kind of takes away from the intimacy of it all right oh exactly man and that the the whole point like we'd sit around like the most fun in life in in my opinion is telling stories of when you were of when you when you were out when you did cool shit. When you did cool shit, and you you'll retell those stories for the rest of your life until you die. They're ageless. And you could be uh, bedridden and sitting there, and still able to tell a story about when you were mistaken for for uh, who are you, Mike <laughs> oh, Hunt yeah. or whatever, uh, Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt. Yeah. Totally. But apparently now, he's a good country singer. Yeah. We didn't know it. We time. had no idea. I was riding a, probably a lady's bicycle. <laughs> Girls were chasing us. Yeah, that was the best thing I've ever been a part of. I felt like the Beatles. <laughs> Are you Sam Hunt? Yes, I am. <laughs> that was that was. We so- were the Beatles. Paul couldn't believe it. Eh? <laughs> he was out of breath. <laughs> that was the most fun. My brother was at Thanksgiving, um, and uh, he had to move stuff from like one part. Like my my sister's uh, lives on a farm, right? So like, it's a big property, right? And Paul had to move like stuff from one end of the yard to the other, and he was doing a lot of walking, and then he was very upset about it. He, <laughs> Swear he, words. He didn't. He said, came right out and said, "I, I hate this much walking. Like I don't <laughs> think that there needs to be this much walking ever. I want to move to a place that's a lot smaller, so I don't do nearly this much walking." <laughs> like he was very upset about the walking, eh? And um, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like I'm like like I'm angry about having to walk. <laughs> And I'm like, that's not a good sign, man. Like, you have to like get that in check, you know. Like, you're you're gonna be like uh, Gilbert Grape's mom, you know. You gotta keep that that engine chugging. Yeah, you gotta keep it moving no matter what. No gotta, matter what, you gotta keep it moving. Do you think that too? Like, your mom's like that. I see her. Oh, always my mom's ridiculous. Around. She's <laughs> chugging around in a day like today where it's just pissing rain and uh, wind, and she doesn't care. She's I don't know that Van Dyke engine. Hers it runs hot all the time. She yeah. never stops. Winter storms. There's a, there's a certain people that are wired that way that, you know, like you have to, they're better if they're being used. Like I, they're, yeah, they're better I, in full full motion. You know? Right. I think it just, it makes, like I wouldn't, I'm nowhere near that. I, I'm cool to just chill out and do nothing for a while, but there's a point where I'm like, I got to get my ass up and get moving here. And, and I always feel like when I do, I feel better after it. Yeah. So. I was talking to a comic. He said to me, uh, he does landscaping during the day. Right. 
And uh, I go, what kind of work exactly? Are you running a machine or, you know, he's like, no, like most of the time I'm doing like brutal manual labor. And he goes like moving big rocks and doing all these things. He goes, you know what? I never have problems with sleeping. Yeah, exactly. He goes, I sleep like a baby. Fucking he goes, right. the best. He goes, and he goes, he did, the, he painted in such a romantic light to me, you know? Like, he loves it. Loves it. He couldn't wait. He's going to go and work his ass off during the day. Little bricks and mortar and away you go. And sleep like a baby at night, you know? It will make you sleep like a baby. Yeah. You got a nice callus on your hand and away you go. Yeah. You know, if, like, I think about it, like, now I'm having a problem sleeping, right? Uh, but that's, uh, actually, I don't have a problem sleeping. I have four hours of sleep. And then I'm awake for Just, the day. That's your, that's your body clock. And then I'll be like, I only got four hours of sleep last night. I'm going to go to bed a bit early. And then Still I wake up four. four hours later. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I had that in heart. Like when I'm, when I have to do that, I, I do it too. Like there's not much sleep being had. And then, so some people, like I know some people will stay in bed for another four hours or two hours or whatever, but uh, like tossing and turning and stuff. I, yeah, but I, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm like, it just makes it, it feels worse. Are you like, uh. You just wake up and then go, or you like wake up and you're like, fuck, it's like four, and then, nah, I'm not going to lay here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you just pop up and go, or do you? No. I kind of uh, 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 wrestle with the idea of going back to sleep. Yeah. I'll, I'll describe last night to you. Uh, Why don't you? Go right ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. This is last night with Pete Van Dyke. Yeah, if yeah, anyone's listening there at home, uh, this is the time where I tell you the story about last night's sleep, right? <laughs> I was. Uh, I went to bed. And uh, I was going to go. It was one of those things where I said, I'll go to bed early because I, I, I didn't get much sleep the night before. And so I went to bed at like 1030. Right. And then I woke up at 230. Okay. And I let my cat out. What's, uh, your, what's your cat's name? Ralph. Ralph. Let out Ralph uh, because uh, I thought it was five in the morning and, because I was up. And then, uh, but it wasn't. It was uh, 230. Right. And then uh, I went back to bed and I lied around. Kind of maybe drifted off. That's when you. That's when I have lots of dreams. Yeah, you know. Yeah, lot. it's weird. The the in between. I usually get it after getting rid of that old piss boner. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got a nice four o'clock. Sorry to interrupt, yeah, but I got know. a nice four o'clock piss boner break in my sleep usually. All right. And after that, my dreams are fucked too. Yeah, it's just because you're always got that. You're not really. Asleep. You're not really sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll have that until I'm just so uncomfortable from it that i just get up, get up. Yeah. and and so last night that was like uh probably around uh 4 30 or mm-hmm. 5 o'clock or whatever and then you're up and then i'm just up yeah, yeah doing stuff and you're not a coffee drinker either right what uh, do you go for a nice the in the morning oh i love tea what kind of the well i like the whole gray family oh uh, yes i like the earl okay. i like the lady i like the cream of Cream of? I've never even heard of this. Oh, cream of Earl this Grey. A kind of cre- huh? cream of Earl Grey. Yeah, if you think Earl Grey is delicious, you should try his cream. What is it? Thick and robust. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Does it go- sit on your teeth for a little bit? Yeah, it's just in a tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of jizz in a tea bag. Oh man, I went on a hard tea kick when uh, Kel and I had our sweet boy Patrick. Mm. No coffee. We just drank tea for like. Pretty much all of COVID. Well, fuck, it's still COVID. For the early part of COVID, like, like until the, like I started. The work, lockdown? Yeah, until I would say May, until I started planning. Yeah. And where I really needed a kick of something in my ass. Just why did you just get away from, because you weren't doing much, so you didn't want to get. Yeah, and I like tea, actually. Yeah. I don't mind it one bit, and I figured it was better for me. Why not? Oh, yeah, I, I like it. I go one cup of coffee a week now, though. I'm, I'm dipping my toes. Oh, are you? Yeah. And how's that going? 
It's been okay. Actually, one time I was uh, hosting at Levity just um, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, uh, drank a cup of coffee before I did. I hosted. Oof. And uh, that was the first time I ever did comedy after drinking coffee. Like doing kakangia for you. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. I, I, I'm holding it together. I think as long as I keep it to like... One. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I find it... I don't know if it's just me or what, but one is enough for me. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. It, it's weird because I, I never used to get anything off coffee or Red Bull or anything, but now I I don't know if it's I'm older or what. It might happen when you get older. Cause I, I feel like I... I got fucking shaky hands bad enough as it is, but it's like, whoa, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll here. Yeah. I got to stay busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like you were talking about uh, the old school feel and old stories earlier, and it's just, uh, it's nice to be back, that's for sure, hanging out and shooting the shit like this. Yeah, what are people going to tell stories about now? You can't tell, you're talking about writing, it's like, you know... That's what I, I hear. A lot of musicians complaining there's nothing to write about, and I hear well, there's lots too. Or write like, about. They're, 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 sorry, yeah, uh, yeah you're. Uh, I said that wrong. It's just hard. I think. but like they're, they're having trouble writing. I yeah, I'm in that boat. And I hear a lot of uh, comics that are saying the same thing. They're having uh, trouble really? writing. Yeah. yeah, okay. They're saying like, yeah, it's just not been a fruitful. Everyone said this is a. T- we had all this time to make all this y- stuff. You really did. Yeah, it's weird. You'd think you'd have like a fucking journal full or i don't know what you want to call it but yeah but i think it's just, it's so foreign that there must be a certain period of time where you got to process and you got to like kind of absorb what you're going through because yeah. it yeah it's yeah. one thing like if you're out though we we're talking about those stories like if, when you're out in the general public like sweating next to strangers and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know uh-huh. and like getting boozed in like a, a foreign city and you're like just in carefree uncomfort- you're carefree there's a million things that can happen that are going to be stories that you're going to be able to like ride out to get you through any tough time where you're just hanging out. Your life's kind of boring right now, but remember that one time we yeah. did that fucked up thing, we, you know? When that guy had the fucking, uh, we called that guy's uh, thing the breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah, we and got he him three times. fucking hated it. <laughs> three times we got that guy. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, like those are the things that keep you going you can remember those little moments you know where you push myrrh off of the oh fuck that was a big moment <laughs> but it's 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 crazy because like that's what i was going to say earlier is top golf that's what i was trying top to say. golf yeah and yeah. like it that video is going to come out one day people and fuck somebody's gonna make a shit ton of money it's gonna be it'll be out it's got they got nobody it. has ever went over like that it, i i can't believe that 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 hasn't it's going to surface. And it's going to be fucking amazing because we're going to be like, that's that's our good buddy. He survived it. Yeah. Let's just, for people that don't know the story, he yeah. was, uh, there. Um, we we're at Top Golf on the second level. That's right. And uh, our, our friend Murr, uh, who has a tendency to get under people's skin, especially when he's been drinking. Yeah. Like when, when guys pizza, yeah, when pizza's our friend, uh, he there was few and far between at, at that particular morning. The shape he was in, he's kind of being a real asshole. Yeah, so a lot of people weren't seeing him as a as a dear friend. That no, he, that he is actually. I'm gonna say Murr is a dear friend. Oh, he's a dear dear friend. But there's a lot of times where you want to just punch his teeth right in. Yeah, murder him or something. Yeah, yeah, that's or the, at least attempt to. <laughs> yeah, that's what you feel like. It's true. He has a way of doing it where he, he can he can get your the best of you. He's relentless. But I went to Wes's wedding with him in Jamaica. I had totally new opinion of him after that's that. That's the side of Murr people don't see. Oh, I got to see I got to see the full uh, spectrum of Murray. He was uh he was just a delight. He's to a travel sweetheart, with. eh? Yeah. That's the side Paul's never seen. And 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 uh 
Tara is uh Oh, she's uh, the best. She's just an angel. The best. Oh, she's he's <laughs> There's no going anywhere for that boy. Like he's got the one. You, you stay with her. Yeah. She is an angel sent from heaven. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, he was being a real dick. A real dick. And then uh so he's at top golf. He's uh he's going to be shooting uh like some golf or whatever, like driving. Yeah, take your turn, hit a few balls. And on if you can see it, if you go online, you can see that there's like usually you got like a, your little driving range part and then there's a net in front of yeah, it. Yeah, there's like know? games and shit you can play. And this is like the net is to catch people cuz they're drinking. Like a lot of people are drinking and they swing, they get off balance. They stumble, Maybe yeah. they, you don't want to fall. You know, there's three levels of this thing. Like, if you're on the top, you could fall to your death potentially. Oh, the third level, you that's yeah, that's your toast. The second level where we were, would you, you, would you probably get, I guess 15 feet down. Yeah, I would say 15, 15 feet. feet. Yeah, at least yeah. 15 feet down, and uh, I would say 15 feet. Yeah, that's probably exactly right. And then, um, so it could, that could hurt bad, and it could hurt, injure you. I'm sure, big time. So what happened was, uh, uh, one of our travel companions who was not uh impressed with Murr um came co- concocted a drunken scheme and he wasn't in his in his proper state of mind no, uh, in his defense no. we all know? were full boat we were all drinking yeah and then the but uh, he decided that it would be a funny joke to push him into the net to push Murr into the net seems like a harmless little prank he's going to be taking a swing you give him a little tap yeah he's caught in there like a lobster <laughs> you jackass yeah right <laughs> and everybody goes on and we have a great uh, laugh about it turns out uh no uh there was a little bit too he, he he came at him a little bit too hot you know a little too robust he uh and, and he, he the guy didn't he cleared the net completely and fell the 15 feet to the to the birthday party below us oh yeah uh the only thing that slowed him down was as he reached in the in thin air he caught his finger in the rope half the there's like a a, like a support rope that holds that net up and he got his finger tangled in that and that flipped him around yeah probably like saved oh it saved him 100 percent, it saved him so i would just love to see that because that would be like it's like magic how he did it well what was crazy was as that happened i Number one, couldn't believe it. Uh, number two, I saw some of the looks on the guy's face as they looked back at me, and I immediately started sprinting because I thought he was dead. Yeah, we all did. Or at least broke his neck and was paralyzed for the rest of his life. So I ran down to see my friend Murr, and uh, <laughs> all he was doing was swearing at the uh, at the people that were trying to help him, the attendants. <laughs> that, like, who fucking did it? Who, like he's yelling at them. <laughs> like, they don't even know who he is. And then and then I got there, and then he yelled out at me for spitting in my face. And if you know Murr, the yeah. windshield wipers, yeah, my face was full of spit. Rightfully so, though. The guy almost died. Who fucking did it? Who fucking did it? Well, uh, I I wasn't about to say who did it because I'm just gonna let this settle. And he had all he had on his hand after falling like that was a little it looked like uh, he was holding on to a rope a little too tight like a little rope burn little on his finger burn. that was it yeah laying and on his feet laying on his feet there's proof of it too it's crazy never believe that but there's there's a picture proof of him landing on his feet really it's insane yeah and there's video evidence too of the whole thing which the the top golf has and which we requested immediately immediately one what? of our patrons that was immediate first thing he did was laugh as hard as he could, belly laugh, and then went right for the video. Yeah. He wants to be a part of Bar- Barstool Sports, he said. I'm going <laughs> to sell it to him. <laughs> He's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a, it is a great video, should it be had, but they actually weren't really cooperative no. uh, with us. 
they didn't want us uh, to give us um, a video of our uh, bad behavior. No. And they uh, wanted us to leave immediately. Immediately. Like, yeah. don't finish your drinks. Like, we, we literally, <laughs> I think we had booked, like, uh, I don't know, two and a half hours, prepaid everything. We literally got, like, the first food, chicken wings, um, like a little little uh, cooler beer or whatever. We are just starting and right out. So yeah. guys are just chugging their beers as the security guards pushing us out. They're most worried about us suing them. Oh, really? Because yeah. they have never seen anything like this. <laughs> oh, they were up in arms. They thought, like, that we were going to sue them. Like, I it remember. Was, it was their fault. I remember I was at the bar. Um, like, I was kind of sleeping when it all happened. <laughs> yeah, you're having a nap. Yeah. Nappy poo. Because I was up all night uh, walking the streets of Nashville because me and Dave uh, got lost. Yeah, you came to. Separated from each other. <laughs> so then, uh, so uh, I remember I was sleeping, and then I woke up, uh, and I kind of saw the aftermath of what had happened. I saw the guy laughing. I saw the commotion. I said, what happened? I saw the shock of the person that oh. had, had uh, pushed him. Yeah, he was you in know, shock. It was like, uh, I, so I saw the whole commotion. And then I just wanted to get my bearings. I go to the bar to get a drink. I'm sitting there at the bar having the drink, and I can hear the staff talking about these group of idiots. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're all gone. They're all thrown out, and they're starting to tell specific stories. About and I go. I think you're talking about my group, and they're like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, right. <laughs> That's you're all banned. they said. You're lifetime banned. Like, don't you don't get that drink. Get out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> forcing you. Out uh, it was like a wave of just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I didn't blame them. No, good memory though. Those are the things that'll never go away. Like, it's funny how like guys that didn't know him that well be like, "Oh, Murr, that guy that got pushed off Top Golf," or yeah, yeah, you know, when you go on a trip with somebody, but it, like something like that happens. Not necessarily that, but um. Anything like that. And then you know him like that from that that guy for the rest of your life. That yeah. inside story where you're like hanging out at a wedding at a bar and you're like, oh, remember that time? At Wes's wedding, um, they went to this like place in Jamaica that was like, uh, you know, like he can do uh, like rope swings and uh, okay. cliff jumping and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? So they go to this place as an excursion and then uh, Wes's uh, dad and his uncle they're both uh, they're twins right and they're like oh, yeah. and they're ripped they're, they're like, like skinny ripped eh? like they're yeah. the kind of guys if they got a hold of you in like some sort of mood you'd be dead yeah they're like 60 year old guys right and they're both ripped and uh, they go on this rope swing thing and, and uh so first wes's dad goes swings on the rope does a full like flip like a like a back flip off, off the, the rope, rope and then lands on his feet perfectly like no big deal so then the twin brother uh, feels a competition, Copycat. you know, like little kid, like like they're just like kids, right? Like just trying to trying to like don't want to let your twin brother best you, you know. You're as good as him. And how, they're like, how old would they be? Like in over their sixties, yeah. yeah. And then he, the other guy does it and nails it too. Same thing. These guys are and they're like fucking, swans. Yeah, they're both ripped too. They both like have six packs and stuff. Good tans too. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, then Mer says like, well, if these two old guys can oh, do it. Fuck. Sure as shit, I can do it, right? <laughs> and man, he just he's like fucking a hundred pounds heavier, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he got a big not bowling as limber. ball, yeah, exactly, and, and like white that. as a ghost, <laughs> nickel fucking. Did you rash. see the video of it? No. Oh. Oh yeah, Tara did post it. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. He he just ate shit like harder than anybody. Like he, like it was right it was, on his back. Right on his back. Like, couldn't have <laughs> just couldn't 
land though like couldn't uh convert it you know it's in his head though eh? oh he sees himself nailing it the when whole we time went skiing he did the same thing i did you see that video yeah. no <laughs> he did it too he did what he said he's like i'm gonna do a fucking backflip boy so he was bugging us for like two days he just blasted so uh our uh what do we we call luke our uh, life coach yeah. the guy he hosts us one of our best friends luke sabota hey buddy if you're listening i love you um He's like, you know what, guys? We're fucking quitting skiing on this awesome mountain early today. We're going to go to my place, walk up where the hydro lines are, and build a fucking sweet ramp. And, Mur, <laughs> you're going to do a goddamn backflip. <laughs> he, he's a doctor, right? Eh? Like, yeah, just yeah. dead serious, telling us. We're like, what do you mean? Like, usually we're skiing hard till our legs can't fucking breathe yeah, yeah. anymore. He's like, no, fuck that. We're getting the beers out. We're building a ramp. I'm sick of hearing you, Mur. You're doing a backflip. And he fucking attempted it. I'll give him every... Credit in the world, Murr, uh He tried. I think he tried two or three times. And he shit every time. Oh, it's terrible! Terrible. Uh, what was he landing into? Just like fresh, awesome powder snow. Oh, it was yeah. amazing what he was landing. Like it didn't hurt anybody. He'll go for it though. He sees himself doing it though in his head. I believe that he was at the top of the. It was kind of a mountain, like the run, and like you could see him. You know how like uh, the freestyle skiers when they're on top, visualizing it in their yeah, head, yeah, doing yeah. the moves. <laughs> He was doing that, like with his shoulders and like walking through his routine. And he would just fucking, he wouldn't even get one rotation. <laughs> he was just laying flat on his back. It was some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. Uh, so funny. He I didn't were, care. He's fearless. Yeah, man. It entertain. I love guys like that that'll do that. They'll give it a go, eh? Well, that's what people just, some people just don't get it. But like, you go on one trip with that guy. It's the time of your life. You're going to have stories coming out the wazoo. Love them or hate them. Yeah, well, the thing is I only met him when I was, you know, with a bunch of guys for a stag yeah, or a wedding. Yeah, it's That's full fucking bore. Or a hockey tournament, you yeah. know, you, the, where you're like guys are having a, like they're letting loose, you know. And then we were on a family vacation with him this time, so he's like. Uh, family man. Yeah, at least a yeah. He's like, I can't live like that and keep a wife. You know, you no. don't. That's like once in a while you do that. You don't do it all the time. That's but right. I saw him a hundred percent of the time when he was doing that. He's in. He's so so. I, I thought that's what he was. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's crazy. We're not like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the. You must. I I helped build the ramp. That's the guy I was for that. Yeah. I, was, I like that. There's, I got a little bit in me, but nothing crazy like that. You like uh, you like a little bit of adrenaline rush. You were saying one hundred percent, yeah. I you're do. you're mountain biking now. Yeah, same kind of group that we ski with those guys. Well, it was just something with uh, in COVID here. A bunch of my buddies, like I don't know, North, like we were saying earlier, Norfolk's been kind of a shit show as far as letting us adults have anything to do. I obviously I love hockey and would love to do that for some physical activity. And I realize COVID, you got rules, you got to make things work, but it's been tough. But uh, biking's been a thing that kind of has just been came up a bunch of the guys started doing and i've been out a couple times nearly killed myself the first time but got back on it got a decent bike that could handle me and went out for a rip and it's it's super fun yeah is it dangerous yeah super dangerous but if you got the right equipment it's like anything you got the right equipment and the right mindset and it's it's fuck you you sweat it out and you feel great after and a bunch of beers you're with your buddies fresh air they can't tell you not to do that right there's a lot of good trails around here too so isn't many good trails and tp's like, unreal. Point, tp's yeah. unreal yeah it's we went up to uh, kitchener to this hydro cut and it was pretty cool they had some like man-made stuff they put in there but yeah we're lucky to have the trails around here thanks to all the guys if anybody listening that 
oh, takes yeah. care of those trails for us because fuck, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, um, uh, like h- how many different like activities there are I- in this county, even. Yeah, like uh, shit like that that like, you don't even know about until you're into it, and then you're like, man, there's a lot of I, work and effort that goes into making this happen. That, that's the first time I rode in there. I'm like, what a bunch of because I've known the trails around my farm for dirt bikes, and there's some horse trails, and people got to work at that, and I get that, but. I mean the snowmobile trails even too the same thing right. There's so. guys out there now with those um they're like mud they're like like they just go through mud and stuff like bogs and yep. stuff. Yep. Or guys with like a, a Harley Davidson engine on the on like a drive shaft and they put it on the back of a canoe or something and they, they can go through like an inch of water. Float over it. Yeah. Is that a new thing? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the guy doing it in Waterford and he could he cut through water for ponds and stuff like just it. Buzz right across it's, it. Because you're you just like basically skimming on the top with right. like this. It's huge motor. Or yeah, and it's an air-cooled air air. engine, yeah. Okay. So it's not water-cooled. So you're just really putting the propeller on a long shaft after out of an air-cooled engine and then and then just spinning the propeller on just as long as it can get enough, even mud. So there's probably a bunch <sighs> of people into that, right? Like that we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. That. Your one cousin had one of those things where he was going like mudding like they do. Okay. I think one of your cousins did it, uh, but uh, I know it's a whole culture where people that, get gators and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're missing out on it that you uh, don't know of, right? Yeah, like you know the mud runs that they'd have oh, on yeah. Good Friday and stuff. Good, good times. Did you go to those? Oh yeah, a lot of uh, a <laughs> lot of fuzzy days. Those ones. I would go to those, but you know what I had to do when I'd go to mud runs? I'd have to go to church. Yeah, yeah. Cause so I, one time I went to mud runs and we snuck in. One guy's driving the because you have to pay per person. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so two of my buddies up front, we split the cost. Everybody were laying back in the back of the bed underneath a ton of cover. Well, we all decided to eat some uh, shiitakes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm having a great time watching people going through the mud runs. And then I say, oh, Francis is going to have my ass. I got to get to church. So I went to church on mushrooms. What a <laughs> terrible idea! Ah, uh, that was fucked. Oh, that's and that's the one where they go. This is the wood of uh, the cross, and I'm up and down like a hundred times. Is uh, that the one where they cover Jesus? Yeah, on the cross. You can only kiss his feet. Yeah, you kiss his feet. <sighs> that was fucked. You gotta go up to kiss his feet, and then you gotta go up for communion. There's two times you gotta go it's up. It's a long mass. Yeah, and then they go. They pray for everybody. So that that's the one where they go like. Uh, for the Jews, you know, and they go, that they will sometime realize that they are wrong. <laughs> we pray to the Lord for the sake of your son. Have mercy, Lord. Yeah. Do they do that still? See, That's I Good remember, Friday. Fuck, that's what fucks me up about church now is like, I can remember that, but now when I go, I don't know any of the words of anything. No, nope. you know, go to Anglican church. You know what I said? I'm out. I'm cool. going to enjoy Sunday with my family. <laughs> That's Fuck my that new church. Yeah. yeah. That's my new church. Yeah. I left the church too a while ago. and uh, I don't know. I just don't understand. How can you change all the words like that? I thought it, the Bible was written so many years ago. Now all of a sudden everything's different. Nah, it was interpreted wrong. I guess it's in your spirit. Yeah. Whatever. With your spirit. In, in your, with it. I don't know. <laughs> it's so stupid. Some of the things yeah, they change. Yeah, in your, exactly. It's like, peace be with you and also with you makes sense because I'm like, Hey, peace to you. And you're like, yeah, you too. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Peace be with you, also with you. Now it's peace be with you, and they go, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Who are you talking to? Am I still talking to you? Or I am I talking to God? I, I just, I, st- I really struggle. But I don't understand the, the whole point. 
Like, that's one of those things when you're a kid, you go to church, and then you see everyone knows the words and you don't, and then you're like, okay, I'll learn the words. Exactly. And then you're contributing to, you're like, I know all the words. I know when to stand up. Up and I know, down, no problem. I know all that. Kneeling. I'm the first guy up. Yeah. Look at me. I made it up for that old lady. Just after my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those people, I like how, uh, I always liked your dad's moves in church. What What? What, was, what, what do you remember? Because I got a couple that are as beautiful young, moves. As a young kid, I would watch your dad in church because I thought he had it figured out. And this is what it, this is what I know Uncle, my Uncle Marius would do. He would, uh, number one, kneeling is kneel and uh, put your bum on the Veter- pew. Veteran move. Right? So it's like half and half. Yeah, you're kind of sitting, kind of kneeling. My right? mom would never let us do Like, if our ass touched the fucking bench, she had us. But dad could do it. He's a bigger guy. Exactly. So you it's can. Knees, eh? Come on. And he's also, you, he can, he still looks, he doesn't look as like when you're a kid and doing it, it looks it really Yeah, his looks, torso is upright, so he looks fine. Yeah, he looks fine. So that was one move. And then also the sleeping while praying uh, is uh, something that I picked up on right away. That Unbelievable. He, <laughs> he could catch little naps. In the time where you're just supposed to reflect or whatever? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quick ones. Yeah. Unbelievable the naps you would catch. Yeah. I watched them too, Pete. <laughs> Sometimes in this too, like when you're sitting listening to the homily, all of a sudden like he'd hang his sunglasses on that little wooden thing that holds the books. Yeah. And he'd pull the sunglasses up very subtly. Usually has us kids in between him and mom. Put the sunglasses on. He sleeps right through the whole homily. Nap time. Snoring. A little too bright, father. Yeah. Uh, cataracts, eh? <laughs> I loved it. What a move. Yeah. Those are great moves because I would always th- be curious. Like, I understand, like, if you're getting dragged to church by your spouse or something. Right. But, like, uh, my like I would even know, like, certain people go to church and you're like, uh, like, what did you think of that homily, you know? <laughs> And then you go, and then they'd be like, "What? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about?" And they're like, "The guy, like the the sermon there, like yeah. the guy was telling us, I don't a whole story. You, you know, he was telling us like how to think about like living our lives better and stuff. Do you remember that part?" And they're like, "No, I don't fucking remember that part." I'm like, "Why are you uh, here? Like, like that was why I thought we were coming to listen to that part. Right. You know, the rest of it's just same every week. Same every week. Homily's the only thing that changes. You know what? Who I was? That person." Yeah, you didn't Never care. Never listened once. Oh, I was dreaming in my head. Yeah. Just dreaming about whatever. My wife was like that, too. And I'm like, why What? Are, why are you coming then? Exactly. And then I go, because you're, cause you're uh, supposed to or whatever, you know? And then I'm like, I ah. was the same as her. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it made my mom happy. Yeah. That's why I did it. And I, I still do it because it makes my mom happy whenever she wants me to. I don't know. I was talking to my in-laws about this one time, and I was like, I don't like going, I don't like that priest. You know, I was like, I don't like listening to that priest. I don't agree with what he says or whatever, so I'm not going to go to that. And she goes, why do you go to church? Do you go to church for the priest or you go to church for, you know, for, right. because it's your religion? Fair, fair question. And I said, I go for the priest. Makes like a I, huge difference. Because I'm still going for that homily. If the guy's saying something in the homily I don't like, then I, I'm not coming back. You know, mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff's the same. I'm not doing it for the rest of the stuff. You think I'm doing it to hear the same thing I hear every you week? You can go anywhere for that stuff. I can just remember it. I can think of it right now. Boom, I'm in church. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. Anyway. But yeah, I never listened ever to anything. I can't remember one where I was like, oh, yeah, I really remember that one. Oh, I'm real bad for that. I'd go back and argue with the priest after. Yeah. See, I just fucking went in dreamland yeah. the whole time. I get too worked. I get, uh, I, I, like the, I like the public speaking aspect of the 
of of the priest. I think it was because I I always wanted to be a comedian, like a comic. Yeah, and fair the com the priest was kind of like that. He had the full attention. He of the had audience. the crowd. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I saw this one guy came for like Holy Week when I went to St. Bernard's in Waterford when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was Holy Week, so this priest came from a, like like uh, another diocese, and he was just a, a ringer speaker. It was oh. his name was like Father Tiny, and he, he upped your your normal priest. Like he came in as a guest priest. Oh, and he was awesome. And he did he did a mass every night of the week, and so like I was begging my mom, can I go like Wednesday to go see the church what? to church? The guy was hilarious. It was good. Oh, he's so funny, man! Like the it guy does make a huge difference. Yeah, there. like it was like going to watch stand up, and so I was, I was like, this guy's hilarious. You know, what's he gonna do next? The next time, because he would do crowd work and stuff. No way. Yeah, like he would go and fucking good on him for doing that. You might as well make it good. Oh, it was awesome. Like I never seen a priest before or since that was really that did that. Yeah, well, he sticks in your mind. Speaking of yeah. old school stories, Father Tony awesome. probably long since dead. God bless you. Yeah, never heard of him uh, doing anything inappropriate with children either. That's a, that's a, a real plus. It was a plus, that's yeah. That's a big plus. <laughs> yeah. Right, were you an altar boy? Uh, fuck. I wasn't officially. There there definitely is times. Like, uh, going to church with my cousin Kev is like, hey, fuck this sitting in the bench. Let's go back there and pour the wine and uh, do all <laughs> ring the bells and do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, we did it a few times. No priest ever did anything to us. It was all good. Yeah. We did it with Father Murphy. He seemed to be a good guy. Remember him? From oh, Delhi guy. Yeah, he was from the area, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I don't know. It was always good. I, I, I I've heard it. some horror stories, but yeah, it was all good. I wasn't like full time, but every now and then, I was hardcore. Eh? Where? In Waterford. Waterford. Yeah. Wow. Father Mike. Uh, Father Michael Hughes was his name. And how he, was he? He was the oldest ma- man in North America with cystic fibrosis. Okay. And uh, he drank a lot of whiskey. But uh, most priests do. Yeah, and but he was like, uh, he was a super cool guy. He yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was good. fun. He was also he'd always tell a joke. He was the first priest that regularly told a joke that I remember. That's yeah, that's kind of nice too. And he was like, uh, he was a real ni- just a nice dude, like just a really nice fellow. And um, I got along well with him. He's dead now too. He di- died like when he was fifty or something. But uh, that's really old for that disease, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, he. Uh, uh, he used to have to. Go, he was in his forties, and he had to go to sick kids hospital to get oh, treated because he had a childhood disease. But he was a grown up. Crazy. But God let him live longer. That's what it was. <laughs> Must have been. Yeah. Must have been. But he was super nice. So when people always talk about like uh, you know making that everybody like all the priests are banging That's altar right. boys and stuff like that, it's it's, like, it's good to hear that. Yeah, they, we have two examples of priests that were not yeah, yeah. creepos. I think fun. probably the vast majority of them are not. You would hope. And then a certain amount of them, way too many. Fuck, way oh. too The One is way too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's obviously fucking way too many, which is yeah. ridiculous. Like, and then when there's fuck. when there's that many, you think, okay, there's systematically something wrong where, yeah. you, where people are getting in just to hide from their yeah, twisted thing. And they're letting them in. Yeah. Like, there should be some sort of screening it seems easy to me. You just say, no, you got to have a regular uh, relationship where you just fuck up another human, like another grown-up. And it then, makes that makes sense. And then you, you should be able to just and then, release the pressure. Yeah. It's like not as, with young boys. As soon as you say, "Okay, you got to be abstinent," then you go crazy. And they 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 have bullshit like uh, if you're gay, you, they tell my kids this at the they go to Catholic high school, right? Right. And they said, if you're gay, you, um, it's okay. You're not going to go to hell just because you're gay. Um, 
but you you got you got to be celibate. Is that what they're saying now? Yeah. You just got to be celibate. You just can't act on it. See, right? this is what fucks me up is cuz like That's, I think in our day they just said you'd go to hell, no? Now they changed the well, rules. Well, I guess if you if, you have Cuz it's more common? That's fucking uh, bullshit. No, I think they say if you commit a gay if you don't commit a gay act, you're not really gay. So you can be gay. You can identify as being gay, but you sh- can't do nothing about oh, it. You're so fucking stupid. Which is dumb, right? Whatever. And then, so then they're asked, they're basically saying if you have something that doesn't fit into our, what our view right. of sexuality That's is, right. then you can you can hide from a, through celibacy. Yeah, shame yourself. And we might as well be a priest while you're at it. Like, and so you can, we'll ta- yeah, we'll take you in. You can avoid it and be celibate, avoid any issues you might have. And this Jeez. is, I'm not saying that gay is a problem. I'm saying like, if they do it for gay, then it stands to reason that that same model would work if you're a pedo or something exactly. like that, you know. And then you say, "I don't. I have these pedo feelings." And uh, but come, I, come to God, and everything will be fine. Yeah, I can be a abstinent. I can be like a celibate, and then I won't. Nobody. I won't. Not. I'm not acting on it, right? <sighs> Until yeah. you keep putting these sweet ass altar boys right in front of them, <laughs> and they're like, "God damn it! I forgot about this part of the <laughs> that job." Pete Van Dyke's got a nice tan. Yeah, you know, I heard he's pretty good in track and field too. Yeah, I, I I was hardcore church when I was young, man. I did altar boying right up until like high school. Were you I, the guy that brought the cross in the front at the start of mass, the big cross? I would bring the cross from time to time, but it wasn't my preference. I that was usually. What did you like to do? I was a candle guy myself. Ah, oh, nice candle. Because I like to do this where I would put my uh, finger over the wick, you know, <laughs> and you just pass it through the flame as yeah. much as you can, like. During the walk? During the walk. <laughs> During the walk. <laughs> right, people are sitting in the pews and you're... I'm walking down the aisle like this, just here. waving my fingers Willie, through the flame. Willie's saying, what in the fuck is my son doing? No, Willie's at home sleeping on the couch. Oh. <laughs> my mom took us to mass. Okay. I just assumed the Van Dyke side. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I shouldn't out my dad. No. But, uh, it's okay. My but, bad. But, yeah, he wasn't... His, his uh he was more of an Easter and Christmas kind of Catholic growing up. My mom was the one that wanted to make sure we went to heaven. My dad always had a saying for that. I know it's E and C. There's something else, so. Oh, fuck. Cafeteria so Catholic? I've uh, heard yeah. That is that what it is? Cafeteria? I Cafeteria forget. Catholics are the ones that just kind of like, I that's what I was when I was a Catholic. Now I call myself a fallen Catholic, but the when I was a, I used to be, a, or a lapsed Catholic, but. Back then, I was a cafeteria Catholic, so I just take the parts I agreed with and then and, and leave the parts I didn't. Right. You know, like I was like, I believe you should be able to use birth control, get a vasectomy. You know, like I think that's cool. I think you should uh, be able to pull out. <laughs> you know, I'm all for it. And then, uh, and then I actually said that to my priest when I was going to get married. I had to have a meeting with the priest. Yeah. Uh, How was it? It was it was all right. I they're said, kind of pricks when uh, you like they're asking you all these questions. Like, yeah, they want to make sure that you want to raise the kids in the, the with God and stuff like that. And then they want they want to make sure that you want to have kids and that your wife wants to have kids. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that stuff. And then, but then I was like, I answered all the questions or whatever. And then I go, can I can I ask you a question? I said, why? I go. Uh, I think women should be able to be priests. I think that uh, Jesus would accept gay people and stuff because he accepted like prostitutes and tax collectors. Right. And he he was that's the people he said would want to join. I go if he did all that, you know, and I so I think he would be cooler about it than you guys are. And then uh, I was like, I named a whole bunch of things that I th- 
that I I I I said every time you guys really dig your heels in about an issue that make you different, I'm against it. The issue, you know, like uh, so I go. I don't think I'm Catholic at all. Like maybe I shouldn't be getting married. That's right. You know, maybe I'm something else. You know, you can still get married, just not under the. Yeah, like maybe I'm not Catholic. Maybe I'm like uh, Presbyterian or some fucking yeah. thing. I don't know. Maybe they got the same beliefs as me. But this one, you guys say like specific things like no birth control no gays no uh you know like no divorce and all like I, I all those things that make you different i'm like i don't agree with any of them right you know and then i went to an anglican funeral and there was like a every there was a girl um priest she was married she said uh they were using the old words of our old church mass right. so you know? like, i agree with them. and also with you is, this, is this back in business there makes you know? more sense I was like, maybe I'm Anglican. And then the priest said something to me. He goes, uh, actually, I go, he goes, don't leave the church. We need you to stay Catholic because if you, if people with your beliefs don't stay and, and fight, then the church will never change and, and it will die is what he said, which was, uh, I really respect the answer. It kept me in the church for another 10 years. That answer. Really? Yeah. I really, I like that's why my kids are in Catholic school and everything. Yeah, fair enough. And got um, baptized and all that. It was because of that answer. Because I thought I can live with that answer. That I don't have to think what you think to be part of your he, group. He accepts the change. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you think, if you think that uh, like that was my problem with religion is that you have to think this way. I'm like, but and I there's no. It's just this way. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I don't. I, I, I don't work. think that way. Yeah. It's like what we're fucking living right now. We would like to be doing a lot more, but it's the world's not letting us, so we have to fucking adapt. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the same. The church is gonna, yeah. The church is dying as it is. Well, that's just like it sucks for everything. So. Yeah. You see how many churches are for sale around here, right? Yeah. Yeah, including mine. Including yours. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I haven't actually listed it yet, but it is for sale if somebody wants to make an offer. But uh, yeah, there's lots of them for sale. Lots of them have sold too. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Kind of cool buildings though. They were awesome buildings. I love them. But uh, super, yeah, super interesting. Lots of character. Yeah, just, yeah. It's crazy because so many communities were built around them. Yeah, right? and not just like new community, like old communities. Yeah, and how- little community. Like in our, we have many little farm towns around, and it's cool how. Yeah, like a lot it- of it was built around the church, right? Yeah, and I have friends of ours, like my friends that w- moved to California, they joined the church when they got down there because, and they built the, they became part of the community almost immediately, you know, because you join the church and then you get a whole social group, you get people that yeah, are into it. the same thing. It's not my thing, but it is a way to get in, plugged into the social network, right? And it's great for communities, yep. you know, it has been historically, and uh, how do you do that now? Like even the social, the 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 service clubs like the lions clubs yeah. and the kinsmen yeah. and yeah, all they're that all shit. taking a beating right now too because you can't support how do we support it everyone's right? so goddamn busy i just don't think people have time to do that stuff anymore because yeah. those clubs are what keep small communities going yeah they do a lot of good for the oh community. man they do things like you don't see and then whenever there's a event i know from being in a small little band here in delhi you know what i mean like the, the small community groups are the only things that have opportunities for us to play in our hometown yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for them there'd be nothing yeah and they're just so hard done by like to to put on an event is like your hands are fucking tied yeah now they're all old too <sighs> yeah and that's just it yeah. most of the people are older because 
that's who am I to say like should be supporting them too but I don't know what to jump in I'm yeah what are we gonna do like I thought about that I thought I got rooked into going on Knights of Columbus uh, right uh, recruitment thing yeah. my father-in-law brought me right and then there was one accountant that was going over their books and he was in his 40s so my uh competition my, my father-in-law is going like look there's another young guy there's another young guy like you like there was yeah. some some asian dude in his 40s the accountant <laughs> and then uh i'm like he's he's not part of the club right he's here just to read the he's taking care of their business like he's just doing this for the he's the speaker for this meeting and then he's gone and then i'm stuck here with all these old guys you know like i'm right. like uh, i'm not doing I'm it out. Yeah. yeah i'm out i'm not gonna become friends with the guys that are, i'm gonna be going to funerals you know like <laughs> Oh, I want Yeah, oh. it's tough. You gotta you gotta pick and choose. I had... Okay, I got a question for you before we get to a, a segment. What segment? Oh shit, we're, we're we're late. We really babbled, eh? Was that? That was a good religion talk, eh? Yeah, but uh, a segment we call feedback. <laughs> good, but uh, before we do that, um, oh shit, I even forgot. We might as well get into the segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. It's motherfucking feedback. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. Uh, this week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, click on the Amazon banner, and you can uh, do all your shopping, and we'll get some of that money. Also, if you're in the St. Catharines area and you're listening to this, on Saturday, which I think is the, you know, the 17th, 18th, 18th, Saturday the 18th, I will be doing a guest spot at Showtime Comedy and Entertainment. Where's that at, Pete? St. Catharines, you know? St. Catharines. And uh, so you can come see me there. And I also, I think I'm going to be in Oshawa at the beginning of November now. So there's a couple dates coming I'm up. One of the generals. You're getting into the uh, Niagara region almost. Huh? St. Catharines. St. Catharines. What is that, a horseshoe? The Golden Horseshoe? Yeah, I, could, I do the Golden Horseshoe. I'm doing the Golden Horseshoe. A couple of shitty gigs. I don't I don't even care anymore. I just, I'm doing the odd gig just to kind of do something. Yep. You know, and... Uh, How's that going out there in the comedy world? Different? Uh, it's different for sure. I mean, uh, the precautions are being taken. They're better now than they have been the how's whole the, time. How's the crowds? The crowds are Slim. not good. Yeah. They started out pretty decent, actually. Did they? And then uh, since the second wave, it seems like people are just being a little bit it's more smart. goddamn second wave. Yeah. It's happening. Second wave is one of these things. It's like fucking, you know, um, this is what bothers me about the second wave. When, in the first wave, we would, in Ontario, we get like 1,000 cases a day right. or something. But we'd be testing 10,000 people. Right. right. Right? Now, we're supposed to test 50,000 people, and we're getting... At the same thousand. Right. But we're doing like. We're testing, what did you say, 10 first? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing that five many times more. many more. Right. And you're getting like this, you know. Of course you're going to get more. Yeah. But before, there was way more people that weren't getting tested because there w wasn't as many tests available. And so the, there's people that just stayed at home and right. didn't. We weren't going anywhere. No, anyway. everybody was just hunkering in. I think if you saw the real numbers from the spring, they were way higher than it is but, right now. Yeah, if there would have been as much testing. Yeah. I agree. Because people were at home just getting sick, and they're like, "I'm not going to go in and fucking get tested." I'm like, just staying home for the next month, basically. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. I'll get over this. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I know a lot of people. Do you see a lot of people that say like, "I think I already had it"? A hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone. Or whatever. I think they've just realized like, 
I think we all just got to realize, like, every little nose sniffle is not fucking COVID. Sometimes you can just get sick because the weather is uh, 30 one day, and then it's fucking minus one the next day. Yeah. It fucks with you. Or you got, like, like uh, pollen in the air yeah, or something like that. Yeah, there's tons of shit that it could be. So, to each their own, though. Yeah. But anyways, you got some comedy shows going on. Yeah, they've been good. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I can't complain. I mean, they're they're doing all kinds of stuff to make it work and actually i did a few at levity in in london london and oh no sorry london uh, hamilton levity okay. and hamilton the old yuck yucks but okay. it's levity now and uh yeah there, there's been good ones and bad ones i did uh, absinthe in hamilton too and that was good at the beginning and now it seems like it's kind of starting to tail off i just did that this week actually well you're happy to be out grinding it out though doing yeah it's doing good yeah yeah it's good because, uh, uh, yeah, you just get that. Uh, it, it, get, the get, adrenaline, I bet. The adrenaline, right? Like, yeah. like you said about me doing this biking thing. Like, it's just get some adrenaline. Get out there and feel like you're fucking mixing it up a bit. Yeah, and I don't mean to say it like, for example, I'm doing a guest spot this weekend at Showtime, so it's like just a like it's the, it's the lowest level spot you can get. Right. Right. And, uh, but to me, that's an opportunity for competition perfect you know because if you're like on the lowest part of the bill and you can f- nail it you know right and then it puts pressure on the other two people they'll know like this isn't probably the spot that he should be in you know he should be in a better spot you know yeah. i always look at getting a, a a worse spot as being an opportunity to show that they're wrong to, put to me prove there. yourself yeah the expectations are not as it's not as much and you just you yeah. really want to go out there and nail it to be like kind of shove it up your ass a little bit right yeah yeah but then if i was in like say the middle spot or the if i was headlining even right i would be putting the pressure on myself like if the middle i'd still be saying well i should want to prove i'm the headliner right and if i was headlining i'll be like i want to prove that i belong here so like you know you always or the next whatever level, yeah yeah right? yeah that's good so i mean it, push yourself yeah a certain amount of that is just to get that adrenaline just to get that Something to get you up, you know. Yeah, whatever that is for everybody, it's I don't know. It's, like Michael Jordan what, would talk about that, right? Like uh, he well, he made up stories in his own fucking head. Yeah, yeah. In that uh, documentary, it was yeah. unreal, right? I think LeBron. If you does haven't that watched too. it, watch it. Yeah, LeBron told Le, LeBron. LeBron went with everybody. I, I don't even really pay attention to basketball, but you could see that guy put the world against him, and with Kobe passing away, he's like, I'm a Laker now. Yeah. So he made up that and fucking here he goes he wins yeah, yeah and i mean he's amazing obviously but i think they have to they have to have make up those stories like <laughs> make do, up that because they're so good yeah that they have to like almost shit on themselves somehow to pump them up a little bit more i kind of i'm not i don't want to compare myself to those people because they're, they're, yeah, they're just something. like ridiculous elite but i do understand the concept of of trying to like um like like if you motivate yourself because if you right. don't like if because uh, i know that for example, even with my job, like when I was a uh, when I was lending money or whatever, you know, like uh, you get to a certain level and that's your competition. You want to make sure you can do the job and then be as efficient at it. Then I knew they were giving away awards, and you know, you wanted to say, okay, I want to be in the upper echelon of the. You had a target you want, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, I want to win one of those awards that I'm one of the best in the company, you know. Right. And then uh, was it one of the uh, two times? Yeah, I'm the two time president of the club award winner. No mm, big deal. No big deal. deal. I don't even bring it up anymore, really. Uh, yeah, be, I used to bring it up every show. Two times. Two times, you know. Anyways, uh, yeah, but that was, and then once I finished that, then I was like, well, I did that. Right now, 
what right. you know and i was like do i keep doing it and then what am i proving i've already proved it you know and then my motivation started to decline right away because i didn't feel like getting three of them wasn't was, would have accomplished have. anything okay i didn't even want to get the second one to be honest with you i i luckily got i just i i didn't think i was gonna get it i got it by accident and then I stopped trying, uh, but I stopped trying right after I got the first one. I just want to prove I could do it. <laughs> and <laughs> right. then uh, once I did it, I didn't care. I got the second one kind of just back. Just by rolling. Yeah. yeah, I just rolled into the next one because I right. did so much the year before. It just kind of carried over. Good year, yeah. And then, um, so then I got new jobs to try to like motivate me and and saying, well, maybe this will give me a new challenge. But then it was just uh, d- uh, same shit, different pile. And you're just like, ah, oh, forget it. Like I just won't do that anymore because it's it's not. It wasn't motivating me. Right. Like it wasn't making me. You're still stuck. There's nothing to aim towards, you know. And then, um, so like I, I think that's important to always be saying like I'm doing this for a reason, and I got it. I have to challenge myself to do it. You have, yeah. You got. You always got to have a little bit of that fire burning, right? Yeah, there's got to be some. Keep the engine going. You got to have something. To prove. However it, however you do it, whatever yeah. you're in, just yeah. If you're just going through the motions. It can be a short-term thing, but it's never going to last. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. have something to drive you. I know that with farming too. Like it sucks balls this year. There's 2020. It's everything. It's yeah. a challenge. But like we were talking about earlier, I hope I can look back years from now and just say, you know, we we got through that one. Yeah, yeah. And the rest are. I know the rest aren't going to be butter, but fuck, it's got to be better, right? But it sure as hell sucks right now. But it, yeah, it motivates you to try and try and be better and like for myself i just got goals on the farm of how i want it to be or you know having a having a kid how i want to leave it for him and shit like that keeps you going yeah i had a buddy of mine of ours actually yeah. that i was talking to when he had kids and he was a really aggressive uh farmer mm-hmm. and then instead of when he had his daughter he was just like uh i suck now he yeah. goes uh now i used to be so focused on my farm and then i had the kid and i realized well like this is way more important yeah, than sure. the farm. He goes, yeah. I think I've, I think I'm not going to be any good at the farming anymore. Like he was really worried. Yeah, that it was going to mess him all up. That you're like killer instincts gone. Yeah, yeah. but I think he, I think he got over it. Yeah, oh, yeah. you get over <laughs> it because you got to feed those kids. And yeah. uh, he just built a I, big red barn. So yeah, I yeah, think. it's it's a motivator to keep. Yeah, he's. I know what you mean. He's he's a very motivated guy. Guy we all look up to. I think and. It, uh, yeah, but yeah, he was like so saying that 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 having a kid like what really was like a mess with them because it was easy when you're just thinking of yourself. They and, are the big picture. Told it, yeah. it, it's a game. Like I had somebody tell me that. I, of course, one of the hockey guys, and he had just had a kid, and um, he said, "Yeah, hey, it's a it's a game changer." And that's kind of what I use now if people ask. Like regardless of what, it, it's a game changer whether you handle it good or bad or whatever it wherever it takes you. Yeah, it definitely changes your game and. uh it makes you not really you're not number one anymore like yeah, yeah. it's all about them it's yeah. all about, and the future's about them and it keeps you motivated that's for sure in a good way i think it kind of yeah. lights a fire under your ass and oh yeah I it makes you young again that's yeah. what i like like it kind of makes you young again yeah i like it another thing that'll do it is like when you fuck your life up uh <laughs> it will like make you act yeah yeah you gotta you gotta if you really Put it back ma- together. If, yeah, if you really mess up, you're like you <laughs> act right away. You know, that's another thing I learned. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're gonna get into this feedback, and then we'll just have to call the show. But we ask everybody to give us feedback. 
Uh, we on live from the Dutch Hall Gmail dot com. You can go to Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. You find us at Dutch Hall, the Dutch Hall, live from the Dutch Hall. Anything you'll you'll find That's us right, there. Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall, you'll get us. And then uh, so this week we got a we got a few pieces. Thank you for those who people who provided us with some uh, feedback. Also, we're still on a bunch of charts. Are you? Well, yeah, we got our chartable stuff this week. We got uh, we are in uh, Canada. Uh, number 51 on the stand-up chart, but in the all-time chart, we are number 14. No way. Uh, this was last Monday. It's It changes every day. All-time. All-time. That's and the big it, leagues. And we were actually as high last, even just last week, we were as high as, uh, as high as 12th. No way. Yeah. Top 12th. Yeah. And so, like, if you go to iTunes to the, to podcasts, okay. and then you go to comedy, and then in comedy, you go to stand-up, we show up on the main the picture of your ugly mug is on there. On the main page, like on the in the f- first two lines. That's awesome. That's where we are. So we're 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 like climbing right up on the in the Canadian charts. Right? Check it out. Get up there. Give five stars. Right. Yeah, Australia. We're number uh, uh, forty-eight. Put another shrimp on the body. And then uh, for our episodes, we made some episodes on the Canadian, Australian, and the Dutch charts. Go figure. Yeah. And also, we are still uh, charting in Denmark, Poland, and France. Good work, we're, Chambers. We're <laughs> and we just got kicked Poland. out of the United States. We were, um, we were in the on the charts in the states. Were we? But we just got bumped out. Well, they got a lot of other things going on there. Yeah, we're in and out on this on the American chart, but on the Canadian chart, um, steady Eddie, steady Eddie, and also on the Denmark chart. Uh, the Danes. Do you see when we were second on that? No. We were second on the Denmark charts. It's number two, just yeah. The Danes. Yeah, I put a post out about it a long time ago. Yeah, the Danes. I don't know why that, what what the hell it is, because I even look at my downloads and see if I can find which the Danes are. Anyways, and I can never see that. There's like one or two downloads. It doesn't look like there's anybody, hmm. but on the charts, there's a lot. Sneaky, sneaky Danes. Maybe they just don't like podcasts there. Also, we got this is one on iTunes. You know, we usually. Uh, we get sometimes people give us reviews on iTunes. Okay. Also on Podbean, some people will subscribe to our Pod- Podbean. Yeah, I've thing. used Podbean before. And what, last year, last week, Steve got a shout out. Ah, uh, Steve, old friend, how yeah. you doing, buddy? It said he said, uh, "Hi, Steve." That was the feedback from from Sabrina Van Brocklin. Whoa, from a lady. From a lady. She well, heard Steve. Steve's hopefully voice. that doesn't get you in trouble with the old wifey. Oh. Somebody said hi, and she was female. I think that should help him because it's going to show he's got market value out there. But Steve's a real sleeper pick. Oh, the one yeah. time we went to the uh, Swazis, and there was a group of women there, yeah. and they looked at the nocturnal emissions, sized them up. They're saying, who do we want to um, have some dirty time with? You want it with Mike? You want it with, with uh, D- oh, it Diamond me. Dave Charters? Diamond Dave. You want it with Whiskey Wes Hagens? No. You want it with uh, Steve, the reluctant German? Resoundingly, I think two of the four girls chose Steve. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who the rest of them chose, but I'm assuming it was you. <laughs> no. <laughs> probably, probably uh, Wes. I would think. Maybe Wes. Wes is a Wes. Wes does have those uh, those dreamy eyes of his. See, I never know what's going on when we're playing because I got to think about what I'm singing. Oh yeah. But um, sometimes I look over at Wes and he is just putting out a vibe, <laughs> and I fucking love it. And I have it w- to go over him and just like get the feeling from him. The one thing about Wes is that he loves to perform. He loves to perform. You have to really watch him. That's right. Because he's he's enjoying himself, 
and could give a shit if you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, I think is what he's he's having his own time. I there. love his little like what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's and awesome. I like how when he does a show, he has an idea on what he's gonna do to like make his mark on that show. Like he's got one stunt or one some something that he's gonna pull off. But he doesn't tell. Like I've played with him in band for X number of years. He never tells you. I'm not Next sure. You know he's jumping off a fucking speaker. I'm not sure he knows it when he goes on stage what he's gonna do. Yeah, I, I think, think it's. He'd... It cook he, he cooks it, it up. Eh? Yeah. yeah. That's what's the best about it. Yeah. Like Murray can see it coming a mile away, but with uh Wes it, it like when it it comes like to fruition, yeah. it's the best. Yeah, yeah. Stage dives. But Steve just like oozes sex apparently. Women love him. I think he's fucking makes love to the guitar. Yeah, they must love his fingers. They must figure he's good he's uh good with his fingers. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's like yeah. he just pleasure like he's just a pleasure pet. Yeah, I think he must be. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Guitar, I, I, guitars know, and his you, wife knows. In my honest opinion, I'd say this if Steve was sitting right right across from me, you know? Like, he'd be the last person I fuck. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that for a fact. Like, if I got to think, I'm not going to have sex with any of you. I'll tell you that Number right one. Now. Number one. But I will, let, let's say I just had to snuggle with you on a couch, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, would I snuggle on a, and I'm like, who in the nocturnal missions would I snuggle on a couch with, right? I'd be like, um, Michael, um, you know my program, tight ball. Uh, yeah, you 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 almost like you're not even there. I like to like be on the edge so nobody's near me. You're like a Furby or something. Is that what it is? <laughs> sure. You can, like ball. Yeah, you ball right up. I never seen anything like it. And so like I know if I could probably know that you're gonna be keeping to yourself. You know I don't I mean? even want to touch backs. Yeah, charters. I've hung over, snuggled with him on a couch for realsies. Yeah. Because it would make him uncomfortable and make me laugh, and uh, I did tell you he's quite doughy and snuggly. Like I, I believe he's it. nice, like a big pillow. I've never done it, but Wes, Wes is. Uh, I wouldn't go near Wes with a ten foot pole. He'd kill you. He'd kill me. Let's... He's he's likes he's he likes his space, and I don't think he's much for that funny business. No, he that, doesn't want to fuck yeah. around. That guy is uh, heterosexual to the uh, to the core. I'm not saying he's homophobic. I'm just saying that that guy just needs women. Yeah. Wes is a, a pussy magnet. He's, there's no question. No question. Uh, and so I think the whole idea of me snuggling on a couch with Wes, Wes would just say, I'm not hearing it. You know, I'm not standing oh, he for it. Yeah, he wouldn't put up with yeah. it. Simple so, as that. Yeah. Now, so that leaves me with Steve, you know. Steve, I could picture lying on that couch, <laughs> welcoming, you know, like, please, Pete, I want you to snuggle with me on the couch, right? <laughs> I've See, got a warm sweater for you. Char's whole lure to me was the fact that he hated it, right? <laughs> Like he d- he d- he he would get uncomfortable telling me to stop, you know, and then I would just, you know, the more be y- right. you're like killing him with kindness, you know. It, to me, it made me laugh. It just made me laugh. To see how upset he got <laughs> at the whole thing. Right? Steve's the opposite of that. I think Steve would be the opposite. He'd be welcoming. He'd say, "If you need a snuggle, you come here and snuggle for you. I have a snuggle. My bed's always open." Yeah, and to me, that's like turning me off. It's like uh, y- y- a girl. It's too easy, you know. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, you got to play a little hard to get, Steve. You can't just be letting me snuggle with you on the couch. And plus, like, you know, you just don't want a guy that wants it, you know? No, you don't. That's what I mean. I'm not into that. Sorry, Steve. I'm not into it. So for you, plus you're actually gross to look at, you know, like that's the <laughs> other part. <laughs> that's uh, a factor. You know what's nice is that I know Steve might listen to this show. There's a chance. But not this far. Not this far. No, he's sleeping. No, we can pretty much cut him up as much as we want at this point in the show. <laughs> it's over. Anyways, this is the last. I'll just, we were really out of time, so I just want to read this one 
uh, piece of feedback. It was on iTunes. And I know what you're thinking. It's probably the Haitian Dwarf. And the Haitian Dwarf, I got to tell you, he has provided us with some, but it's being held up by iTunes. Goddamn iTunes. And it happens. And I know this because normally you'll see his most recent one on there, and every once in a while it it disappears. Really? And that's when he's being reviewed, and then you'll see the new one come up. Borders are tight on freaking iTunes too right now, aren't yes, they? Yes. And the Haitian Dwarf's feedback... Constantly gets scrutinized because he, he likes to be a little risque from time to time. Yes, but other does. times, just straight old, just, you know, boring Simple words. Stuff. Either way, you never know what you're going to get with that guy. But this one is not from him. This one is from someone else. And uh, this person gives us five stars. Ooh, one, two, three, four, five. And the feedback is as so. I don't like it when Pete is mean to me. I don't like it when Pete is mean to me. That's it. Yeah, and this is from, as it says on iTunes, you can go on iTunes and read this for yourself. It says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Whoa! So we got the Prime Minister Canada give us a little unbelievable. Well, I gotta tell you, stop being a pussy, ju- pussy Justin. Suck it up, Justin. You yes, yeah, suck it up, Justin. Put some just for men in your goatee. Yeah, you know what? Also, don't skip leg day. <laughs> Or at least don't wear tight jeans or whatever the fuck you're wearing, like on your bottoms. He looks too, like skinny on the bottom yeah, to the like point. Like a girl. Yes, it's too slight. I don't like. I'm unnerved He's by. He's got too, a real girlish figure. Too skinny, like. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just not good for old Justin these days. Don't like it. No. I don't like it. I don't know what it is about that dude, but there's something about him that kind of just like. I don't think you're the only one either. Yeah. He's like a he's phony balonies, eh? That's is, what it is. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of prettiness. Do you think we'll get a real person ever to to be a politician? I hope so, but no, I don't. I don't. Not in our lifetime. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a big fucking smoke cloud for everything. Yeah. It's our a- country, obviously the states. Yeah, they're I mean, all those sh- two guys. We don't even we don't need to get into it. But those two guys, like neither of them are good. No. So, because, like, I listen to the other guy, and I'm just like, fucking Biden's no better. I no. mean, I'm not saying he's no better. All he does is shit on what Trump's do- Like, give us, give your people something to build on. Yeah, th- that's the their problem. It's like, pick a team, and it's like Leafs versus Habs. Yeah. And, then, and then if they say one, uh, white, you got to go black. Right. If they they say just shit off, on each other. Like, yeah. get everybody together and build something. And Yeah, I would like same. to see... One time where someone said, you know what, I really like what the conservatives are doing with this, and I like what the liberals are doing with yeah, this. Yeah, I don't care who. And, and I like what the right. NDP say about this. and, and, and uh, Let's all work together and make this awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody as just, best as possible. But instead, they every time somebody has a, this is really bad when there's only two parties like right. in the States, where someone says something, and you're like, you have to do the opposite. That's and right. even in Canada, they, if conservatives and liberals are like that, Whatever, Very much so. They Very have to be the opposite. So. Yeah. And then and then the other ones pick up the middle ground, but they, they, need, that, they need to yeah, to find the pick the best. The of middle everything. party. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think if it was like nobody leads if like I don't see why we have a leader. Like the par- they should change the whole system. Well, if anything, this is showing like we, we have a leader, but like he he's not, is he the one that has the final say? Like really? You're pushed so many different ways yeah i don't know i don't know. I don't even understand like like in the in the states it seems like the people that run the country like the president doesn't really do anything in the country 
No, he doesn't. He signs the papers, maybe, but other than that, most like, of what he's doing is for other countries, like that's like right. for how the United States deals with other countries. But like when you're dealing with your education or your roads or your health care or anything like that, usually that's like at the state or province. Right. Or in our case, well, province. You know? Well, in their case, it's states, and it's showing. Like Florida is saying, "Fuck this shit. We're just gonna do whatever we want." Yeah, yeah. Right, like. Yeah, I, I, I don't. S- like I, I think even in Canada, that's the model to go to. Is like let the provinces do their own thing it's and keep the fucking the feds out of it. That's why United States will split up first, yeah, and then we'll be right, right after behind them, just the same as everything. Maybe right? even the same time, because I, uh, I could see like BC joining like Oregon and Washington. Yeah, that coast has got a. And seems then, like they're they're good with each other. And then they would just be like one country would be like Chile, but it would be like yeah, we're we're coast. like. We're the West Coast. Yeah, and then uh, maybe even right down to California, like California to all to, the way down to right? Yukon or yeah. something, you yeah. know, or Alaska. Uh, who knows? But I could see, uh, I could see like, um, uh, like Alberta is gonna go on their own, right? But so maybe they would join like the Wyoming and Montana. Just under, I was gonna say Montana, or just underneath them, right? Yeah. Who would we team up with? Anybody? I think if Ontario, what I would hope in a dream world is that we would separate from Toronto. Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> then we, I agree. We could join anybody. Yeah, probably Michigan. And yeah, then, we're uh, we're good. That, like I think anybody would have us. Yeah, anybody would have us at that point if we got if we got rid of Toronto. There's no Toronto. If we keep Toronto, I don't think anyone's going to want us. No, we're on our own. We're on our own. We totally. could maybe, but I think uh, if we paired up with anybody, like it would be like. Yeah, Michigan, Illinois, like maybe we'd... Yeah, it wouldn't be New York, like Indiana. right? New York's kind of too big on us. It, it'd be the other yeah, ones. Yeah, because New York would be like East Coast and all that stuff. And if they picked up anything, it would probably be the Maritimes, Yeah, you know? And then... Uh, Do you think like New York and Boston, like New England would join together? Yeah, I think like all the tries, like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Yeah, all that would be da- one. All that stuff would just be Philly, one. Yeah, DC. Well, Philly would be like Pennsylvania. Would Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania be in that too? Maybe. And then, but like, yeah, that generally that whole chunk. And then like Vermont and everything up that way just joins the east coast of Canada. Yes. Right. Yeah, Maine would join Canada. They just go to the. Or Mar- like the East- Maritimes, yeah. yeah. Maine would be in the Maritimes for sure, yeah. Vermont too, no? And Vermont, yeah. Yeah. And USA would just be like, that's fine. Yeah. We don't care. And we'd be happy as I'd hell be happy to, have to have them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, happy to have them. Even Maine, they don't seem to give a shit oh, about Maine. I was like, I love Maine. It's great. It'd yeah. Be, yeah, it'd be perfect. That whole Seems like corner us. there is awesome. And you know, like Manitoba and Saskatchewan, they've joined like the Dakotas and Minnesota yeah. and like Wisconsin. Right, yep. And then that would that's perfect. They all talk the same. They all sound oh, like Saskatchewan, Minnesota. I, being a hockey guy, like that matches up perfect. Yeah, they all sound like they're from Fargo. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, we we would. I think then, uh, but Alberta, uh, be a tricky one. Yeah, Alberta's gonna be. They would like to join Texas, and then uh, <laughs> Too far south. Yeah, they're opposites. Texas would be its own country. Oh yeah, they're gonna be the first to make it happen. I think Texas will be. Have you been there? Uh no, I have not. I've never been to Texas either. Place I haven't. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan too, but I'll oh, get really? down there sometime. Yeah, I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, what yeah, made you a tough ca- go? Yeah. Uh, Emmett Smith. Uh, so I got into football watching the Troy Troy Aikman days. Troy Aikman they won the Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. So Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith was my guy. I watched 
I didn't know anything about football. I watched him and fucking hard nosed running back, just yeah. smoking it, and I loved him ever since. Yeah, that was the same time as Barry Sanders too. Remember yeah, Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders. That's what I never like. Everybody's like, oh, Barry Sanders, and they're totally different running backs. Barry Sanders was a real showman. Yeah, yeah. Where Emmett was like punch. Like, yeah, he was a uh, lunchbox. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, make it happen. But I loved him. Yeah, and yeah. that's yeah, Cowboys fan. I just stick with my teams. A lot of heartache. Yeah. This year again. Yeah, that was like that was like a because you you followed them when they were like the shit. No, I followed them when they're good, and then I followed them through the rest of the yeah, years yeah. when they're shit. Yeah. No, yeah. Then so like you that that's when you got hooked on them when when I they, hooked when on they them were when awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the Leafs. I I started real like my dad was always a Leafs fan, but like in '93 when they're actually good, half yeah. these like the Final Four. The, yeah, Final Four. Then I was hooked. For that's nine. so sad that that's what we think of as a glory. That day. was my glory. Yeah, and they won zero. They high yeah. stick. Goddamn Gretzky. Oh yeah, I was tree planting when that was going on, and uh, I did listen to it on the radio. Yeah, I never saw that, but I I remember being just that was like the worst. The worst. Ugh. Fucking Gretzky. Uh, yeah, that he got high stick by Gilmore. No, Gil or he high stick Gilmore off the draw. Oh, Kerry Fraser goes through it all. He couldn't see it. Oh yeah, yeah hair helmet. Oh yeah, hair helmet. Fucking Kerry Fraser. Too. He was honest about it. He's like, oh, I'm human. Yeah. I couldn't see it. Like, yeah, it's not like nowadays where they slow everything down and be like, ah, yeah, yeah. that's how it was. Yeah, that's sports, though. Yeah, sometimes things days, suck. Yeah. Eh? Yeah, yeah. That's the old days. Well, I just want to know what's going to happen with stories that, uh, from 2020. Like, has anybody yeah. ever had a story of a fucking really fun Zoom call? No. <laughs> no, we I ate a bunch of edibles on one. It was pretty fun. We laughed. The girls went to bed and we just. It was like a couple's one. Oh, yeah. And we just, us guys laughed and fucking were high and talked. And that was fun. But other than that, no. Well, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was good. It was that's really the... good because I hadn't really seen any of my buddies and we were all super baked and we weren't hurting anybody. Well, that actually, yeah, actually gives me hope. Yeah. This isn't that I bad don't know. It was all right. Well, that's good. Thank, thanks a lot for coming in this week, Mike. Thanks for having me, Pete. Good yeah. to be back. It's like a warm sweater, eh? Isn't it nice? Old eh? warm sweater. Feels familiar. It is very warm in here. Yeah, I'm like you said, it's like old but new. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I like where you're heading. I think yeah, it's, it's more be a lot comfortable. Fun. It's just easy. Yeah, I was hoping to get back to that. Just have a nice chat. Have people just have fun. Yeah. And Hopefully, then, we didn't bore you. And yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. For anyone that stayed to the end, and if you'd like to, please give us a piece of feedback. At livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com, or you can go to Facebook, Twitter, any of those uh, type of things. Uh, How about Instagram? We're there, too. And uh, uh, until next week, we'll see you NT. See you next Thursday.